Hello and welcome to Voices of Brophy, a podcast production of the Brophy Culture Project. I am Juan Carlos Lopez, your host for today. If this is your first time tuning into this podcast, I'll describe Voices of Brophy in one word, vulnerability. I say that because the Brophy Culture Project wants this podcast to serve as a medium for anyone on campus to be a little vulnerable with the Brophy community about anything they would like to share to make our school an even more inclusive and welcoming space. With me today, one, the only, Alexander Magnabot from the class of 2017. And so in this amazing moment that I have with him, he is going to be sharing upon the difficulties that it was having a single parent household. Take it away, Alex. Hey, Juan. Uh, thanks for having me. Um, so, yeah, uh, just to give a little background, um, my, both my parents were born and raised in India. Um, and they both, they got married in 91, came to the United States in 1992, uh, went to college in India. My dad got his master's at Iowa State in geology. And, uh, yeah, so they originally came and lived in South Dakota of all places. I know it's a pretty random state. You don't, I, at least the stereotype isn't really that Indians, you know, you wouldn't think of South Dakota when you think of <laughs> where they live, but uh, I don't know. I believe it was because of, I think my dad got a job there. But um, so, yeah. And uh, they talked about how, I mean, it was a very different environment from India. Um, they had some encounters, they, you know, tell me as kids, or they told me as kids about how sometimes. Uh, one time they were at like a shopping center and this guy just started yelling at them and they didn't know what to do. They were only like two years into the country um, just to get out of the country um, that he's sick of all these people in the line that aren't his kind and all that. So um, that was, I guess, their first glimpse at, um, you know, the I guess the darker side of what uh, people can be like when uh, exposed to new environments and new people. So... Um, I was born in 1999. My dad and mom uh, moved down here to Arizona um, again for work. And uh, yeah, I have one little brother born in 2006. Uh, he uh, is special needs. Um, so if, for those that don't know what that necessarily entails, he has uh, Down syndrome and uh, autism and cerebral palsy. Um, but you've met him. He's like the nicest and coolest kid in the world. Um, always happy, always playing. Love that kid. Uh, and um, yeah, so about the single parent household in 2013, uh, when I was in eighth grade, my dad passed away. Um, and obviously, for anyone who's experienced the loss of a loved one, that's really hard. Um, but part of, I guess, the culture, or the Indian culture, um, I hope that's not making too big of a generalization, but is, uh, you know, you like to keep your family close very tight-knit, like um, almost in every household in India, grandparents usually live with their grandchildren because that's just how it is. Like there's, I don't think I've ever heard of like a nursing home in India or or anything of that type. Um, So with that in mind, it was just a little difficult losing, you know, the biggest part of our family. Um, He worked uh, three jobs just, you know, to put uh, not necessarily put food on the table. We weren't. It wasn't like that. But just to uh, have me able to go to a school like Brophy, or he never saw me uh, set foot on campus. But uh, to set up what 
I have done, I guess, over the past four years and given me that opportunity. Um, yeah, so he was a teacher by night at University of Phoenix. He taught uh, college stats and algebra two. Uh, realtor by weekend and by uh, occasional like afternoons and during the day he worked for Arizona Department of Environmental Quality and he was like environmental scientist so that's who he was um, yeah so you touched on that it wasn't until 2013 that your household became primarily from one person it was one person ran and so how how was that you know unexpected transition like for you I mean, it was difficult. I, uh, in terms of school life, I came from a school graduating class of 17 kids, um, and to be thrown into Brophy. This happened in April of 2013, so um, I had just gotten into Brophy. Our family wasn't even sure if we wanted to go to Brophy yet. I remember my dad was really against Brophy um, again, uh, until like uh, the last few days, I guess, of his life. Um, and I don't think I would have gone here if it weren't like if he hadn't said yes. So that it was just it was, I don't know it was beyond words. I didn't know how to feel at the time. Like I was more shocked than sad when I first when the news first hit me um, that Monday morning. But uh, I think if she, my my mom's like literally the strongest person in the world. Uh, like everything I have is I owe to her. So she's definitely been a huge part of this and like who I am now as a person. So many people haven't really lost a loved one or, you know, or don't really know what it's like. So what's some advice you'd give for those that, you know, haven't really lost a loved one. So when they unfortunately may come upon that circumstance, how they can react and sort of move on from that situation. Sure. Um, I guess I'll start with those in our own community, in the Brophy community. Uh, there's this amazing group called uh, Brophy Relief, which is specifically designed just to uh, bring the community together and uh, bring a group of uh, different, like, disparate people and just those that have experienced significant grief, or even if you haven't experienced significant grief, just to talk. And uh, it's run by uh, Mrs. Woodbin and Miss Paris, and it's just an amazing way to talk about what you've been through. Um, and how to move forward because I think the biggest part of moving forward and um, you know dealing with these types of situations is conversation uh, most things in life can be solved through conversation and I I believe so I don't know that's really uh, that really helped me um, just knowing that I didn't utilize it until uh, junior senior year but just knowing that there's something and some people in this community that will always have your back. So just before I wrap things up right here, Alex, I just want to have one final question for you. Man, I swear before before I even like knew about, you know, the tragic stuff that happened in your life, you know, you were always just a smiling, happy, go get go get it, go get her guy. And so how how'd you like how'd you manage to like sort of occult that sort of tragedy from your life and just come to Brophy and be this like completely optimistic and life-giving person. Uh, well, thank you for that. Yeah, so, um, I mean, I can quote a lot of songs here and we'll get, <laughs> get all cliche with it, but um, sometimes you gotta make your own happiness and just find you know, beauty in the little things. Um, 
what is it? J. Cole, there's beauty in the struggle. Uh, J. Cole again, no such thing as a life that's better than yours. I really like that quote. It's one of my favorite quotes. It just, it really puts into perspective um, what everything is in life. Because there's always someone who's been through more than you that's having to work harder and having to, you know, just bear more difficulty um, to be at the same spot or to be even, you know, alive or functioning day to day. So just keeping that in mind, I think it'd be like, it would be a disservice to, you know, take what I have for granted. Because I'm, I mean, I talk about all these things, but in reality, I'm so blessed to like be sitting in in the Lacona room right now talking to you. Uh, It's absolutely insane. So just looking forward and looking up. All right. Well, thank you so much, Alex, again, for, you know, taking the time to come here and sort of express a part of your life that you haven't really shared before. Uh, I know that, you know, you, you, you were vulnerable with me and the Brophy community. So we thank you. Brophy Culture Project thanks you for taking the time to share a really, really personal part of your life. And, you know, we hope that your story will only inspire other kids to also come out of their shadow and share their story and then make Brophy an even more inclusive and welcoming space. And the Brophy Culture Project hopes this podcast piqued many student minds because we can only do so much without the personal narratives from our fellow Broncos. So my hope is, Broncos, that we follow our Open to Growth grad grad and share a part of us that we feel our community should know, whether that be your personal thoughts on the education system or global warming or the latest rap album, or how your life is back home. Just taking the time to share will only benefit our community and make us a more aware campus. Thank you for listening to Voices of Brophy. You will hear from us soon. Juancho out.